0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Chit Chat with Sean and Steve from Disruption Works. Steve, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, very good. Thanks. Yeah, doing well, and the weather's uh,
1: cheering up, so it's nice and warm. Love it. Happy days and with a nice mix of rain as well, which seems <laughs> like to all
0: the time. We are getting a bit of
1: an odd, odd old mix, but yeah, uh, I'm, happy. yeah. I'm happy about that. No, my, my, uh, my vegetable truck is is running wild now, so that's all happy days. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, okay, so. We've spoken about chatbots across lots of sectors previously, um, but one which is essentially a huge sector, sector which we haven't discussed, is is the education sector. So I guess really my uh, my open question to you at the moment is, uh, why would uh, an educational organisation want to deploy a chatbot? Uh, well, there's
0: a there's a few different reasons, isn't there? Um, uh, we have uh, a changing uh, shape of uh, of how education is delivered now. So there's a lot of remote learning um, that's grown up out of the pandemic. Um, so the the requirement now for uh, devices to be supported and stuff like that's become a big deal.
1: And people are not using chalk and slate anymore, like in your day. No, they're not. <laughs> and they're not at all.
0: You know, uh, no. They, and, and uh, the, you know, fascinatingly, that they, they've been actually given devices that, have, yep. you know, they're school owned, um, but they've got those devices. You know, what, <laughs> like every, every um, school is different. Um, but the ones that we're starting to talk to and work with uh, have got quite a network of devices that they have to support and what they found is that the teachers are becoming the technical support uh, just because they're there really and they've got an it's an easier routine and um, uh, part of that uh, technical support kind of journey is uh, it needs to be a bit more friendly and a bit more accessible uh, for a hid to 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 raise a technical support issue with a
1: chromebook or whatever it may be and it's not ideal shall i just say that a teacher is offering the technical support when they've already got enough no. there, but also that they probably don't have the answers and then just need to escalate it through the correct channels anyway
0: no that's right so they're just becoming a funnel and mm-hmm. um and that they you know they're spending their time raising t- t- tickets for um uh, for their pupils, which is, you know, a complete waste of time and expertise. So um, one of the uh, uh, clients we're working with has got uh, technical support sorted out uh, all, all through uh, Xdesk and stuff. Um, but they have got the chatbot in front of that to then make it a, a much more friendly journey and a simpler journey to just raise a ticket and find out what the problem is and
1: they can then interact with them directly so, so let's just um just put this into uh, layman's terms if we like so kids got the Chromebook. they open yeah. up marvin the chatbot or whoever it is on their chromebook yeah. say marvin i'm i'm struggling to log in and then the yeah. bot is going to give them the answer are oh, you to reset your password click this button and i'll send you a new link or
0: now there's it's exactly that that kind of thing um and you know any kind of questions about that you know you're talking about a lot of pupils uh the, the one we're thinking of is uh, they've they've handed out something like forty thousand devices well wow that's huge you know that's a lot of devices to support all of a sudden and you know they have their challenges in their own right um pretty reliable most things are nowadays but actually getting into systems and having that kind of uh access into the network and where do i find this and and i can't get this sorted out and you know all those kind of silly questions that really shouldn't be going fired fire a teacher at that point uh the chatbot's starting to answer you know and and it's it's something that can be managed without too much uh resource pointed at it but what it does is it takes huge amount of pressures off the um of the teaching staff to do that stuff um and so the tech support bit is uh it's quite a useful tool it's very practical it's very uh it's process driven so it's all very useful but there's also a bigger piece and we're working now directly with uh, uh, with this new client on monitoring us from a safeguarding perspective right okay um, and that so this is a more serious and a much more emotional a- area and if you've got a friendly face to chatbot and these guys have uh then you would be surprised how much is uh exposed from the, a conversation that starts to become a you know uh, somebody's in trouble or somebody's experiencing bullying or you know they're they're struggling in some way they need some emotional support may have problems at home you know whatever it may be but safeguarding in that regard has always been the domain of the uh the teaching staff to try and you know monitor that stuff and have a look at that uh but now what we're looking at is Uh, Any conversations that are going through the bot will also go go through a safeguarding platform so that means that these kind of at risk conversations pop out uh, so that the uh, direct um, teacher for that particular pupil uh, can have a, you know, a sensitive word, um, know that they've got to struggling in some way and and offer support without necessarily them knowing where that all came from. um, But just uh, understanding and being aware of that there is a problem. You know, uh, Johnny's having
1: an issue with that. And I think the this all comes back to the sense that chatbots provide people with a frictionless way to start a conversation. So all those typical barriers that you might have, such as embarrassment um, to start a conversation, with yeah. someone that these barriers are removed when it comes to the chatbot. so if there's someone's typing in or oh, Billy's been horrible to me again today, yeah they in a way they do not perceiving that the same embarrassment that they're having to tell a human about that because the the nah. bots nev- never gonna judge them, so nah. this is where these frictionless conversations go in and the, I think the important thing is that the, the keystrokes are monitored as well, aren't
0: they? Well, so, they are on the devices. Now, the point is, is that the uh, this particular um, uh, client has got this deployed on their platform. Um, so across all their devices. But if you're off device and you're just logged into the school system off device, which you're allowed to do, um, it, then they lose track. Uh, so if they're not on that, they don't necessarily know who they are so that's the work that we're doing now to identify and um, and link that up and also transfer the chat transcript into uh, the uh, safeguarding platform so that we now know who they are and we now know that they have some struggle uh, which hasn't been the case historically Uh, whereas the keystrokes if they were searching on a the device that stuff was then yeah, well, that's it. You know, we we know what they're typing on on their Chromebook, and um, and that's popped up onto the safeguarding
1: platform. We can know they've got a trouble. Yeah. Know. So if I was to say I want to run away, but I didn't actually press enter, and I thought ah, oh, I don't want to say that to the bot even, then uh, that would get picked up. Yeah. Well, done on that particular occasion.
0: Okay. So. Yeah, it works. It, so it works well, and it's working pretty well for them at the moment, but uh, they're finding that the chatbot's attracting that because they can have a conversation.
1: And I think uh, this is a channel for the, the parents of the child to use as well. If they find out their child's been bullied or being discriminated against at school, that that they could use the chatbot as the the sort of the first port of call, if you like, to find out what the what the process is for, you know, making a complaint or raising a concern.
0: Yeah, that's right. They can direct that quite quickly to the right person then. So it goes straight to the teacher or straight to the, whoever's organizing that kind of response within the school. And, um, you know, so you can be very, you know, again, you've you've done, if you like, uh, we talk about warm transfers over to uh, contact center services and stuff like that, where you've got an informed um, uh, question well, if you're doing the same through the chatbot, you can find all the information by asking the parent what their concerns are and stuff like that. So that you have all the information to do something with that at the other end. So you can actually act and go back to the, the parent and with a, thanks, got all your information and uh, we've done this to start the resolution or to you know start looking at it for you without then any to and fro. So you've saved a lot of time it's much better experience from the parent's perspective and actually a lot less um, hassle
1: all around really i think um even you know if you're a parent of a child knowing that these um let's say services are available yeah it's just it's just a bit of a weight off the mind really yeah it, it's it's um i i'm
0: you know the way that i look at it i, th- I think it's then looks as though it's uh, been taken seriously uh, rather than it being kind of a bit ad hoc, uh, which, uh, you know, can be the case sometimes, you know, look, like most school's great and that they, they, you know, they're all over this stuff. Uh, but it's just providing an assistance to that and finding, uh, you know, and kind of normalising the process a bit. So it's a little bit more formalised, easier to manage and um, and there's some sort of uh oh, well i've done my bit from the parents perspective that's gone over uh so it's over to them now uh an email's fine but the problem is with emails is they never provide you, you get half the information that you need as the uh teacher the other side or the you know whoever's processing this uh uh, uh complaint or or uh, inquiry in the email whereas the chatbot can ask all the questions, make sure everything's nailed down and pass it through. So you've got a fully informed query that's come in. A bit like the tech support ticket. You know, you'll ask all the right questions and then it's done. You know, and it'll be a resolution rather than it being a uh, you know, half half of and go, Oh, sorry, which book which Chromebook book were you on again? You know, and all that type of stuff. It's it's the same process really.
1: Now, if I if I think back to my days at school, if if you if you if there was something that uh, was maybe immediately obvious to everyone else but not yourself, then that's a, a cause for kids to to pick on you. So, yeah, with that in mind, I'm thinking that also knowledge bases within the uh, chatbot can be a good source of information for a child, and 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 that can cover anything, couldn't it?
0: Yeah, there's loads of stuff like that. So, um, if uh, you're talking about uh, uh, kind of microsoft bot framework and you've got A bots there's a lot of question and answer information there you can do a lot <laughs> of big bulk uploads of things like that but what you can actually do is add knowledge bases that are more contextual so they're more article driven so um, you can pull lots of different types of information into a knowledge base and the the ai or machine learning really uh, goes and works out what the best answers are um, it's slightly less conversational but the but the knowledge is brought back and it's going, I've got this, I've found this, this might be of use to you. And uh, so it does some really solid signposting to the right answers or gives them a, you know, a short answer as it comes back. And that's, that can be wide ranging. So knowledge bases can be anything, you know, uh, and in a school, it might be, you know, how do I deal with my Pupils, uh, you know, my fellow classmates aren't talking to me and stuff like that. You know, it can give them a bit of an answer, even though it's connected to the safeguarding bit somewhere else. You know, it
1: doesn't mean to say that it's not uh,
0: and, also and, connected
1: uh, to an answer. And also just daily things like what's on the menu in the refectory today, who's uh, yeah. the headmaster, when's the bank holiday, you know, like all those simple questions. Could yeah. uh, could could live inside the chat box. Yeah, they could. You know, if <laughs> there's going to be
0: like, look, a school is like any any big organisation, you know, the the big schools are big now, generally. You know, so there's a lot of a lot of bodies flying around these these uh, halls. Um, and they are going to get the same questions like a company does every day, all the time what's this what's this what's this and, and people are going to get asked five or six times a day the same question every single day but I guess so the important just thing FAQs
1: I think the important thing there is that big companies might have a 10% churn over the course of the year get yeah. some new starters in a school is going to churn whole, a hundred, whole lot a, hundreds of hundreds yeah, hundreds, <laughs> and then, yeah.
0: So each new year that comes through, that doesn't know the school. This is the first time they've ever been there, you know, especially uh, you know, um, uh the, the the older older uh, kids going into the into big school, you know, they don't know what's going on, but they're tech savvy coming through, so they're happy to talk to these to a chatbot and go, where do I go for this? You know, where's the gym? Where's this? Or how do I do this? and You know can i you know where do i stick my coats and stuff like any stuff like that that they may have forgotten not seen an orientation or whatever it may be you know they can just find out just ask questions and of course you'll know that once you start running one of these internally uh, which questions are being asked and you can provide the answers as you go along so you train it to, to make sure that the the faqs are all covered you know and keep them up to date it's not it's not a hard thing to do but it does provide a massive tool for any uh to, to kind of triage those massive uh, amounts of questions that are going to come
1: through from your uh, from your intake good stuff all right so that's quite a bit on i guess the why uh so what about the where 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 would this be deployed where does it live How's it well, the the, the ones that we're working with at the moment are on um,
0: Microsoft Bot Framework, um, so they are uh, they're all Microsoft based. There's a lots of lots of different types of bot inside uh, Microsoft. Um, uh, they they're expanding their stuff quite significantly. But the nice thing about that, they're a bit more complicated to set up, a bit more involved, um, uh, but they can live inside your uh, Microsoft tenant. Then, so from a security um keeping on top of things making sure your data protection is all good and things like that they are very uh very tight
1: and you know and people like that and i suppose microsoft makes sense because office 365 licenses and educational discounts and and the like that you're going to have you know these microsoft services on you know in, in your arena if you like
0: yeah, and, and also, but it doesn't have to be that. I mean, look, the thing is, you could also easily go to Google as well. So, if you're a very Google centric organization, then you could do much the same with Google, you know, sticking on Google Cloud instead. And they have their own gamut of stuff. Um, but the ones we tend to be dealing with are Microsoft, um, just because that's what it is. Uh, and they're kind of putting them behind the school system, so they're not a publicly available one. They're on their SharePoint sites where they obviously have a lot of knowledge bases for, you know, particular years or um, or for, you know, classes or whatever the the drill down is. Um, So those particular SharePoint sites are then you have to be logged in to to view them. And that helps with the safeguarding process because then we know who they are.
1: And and I guess from a security perspective, that, that couldn't be any safer from that perspective. No, that's
0: right. You know, you, you're then leaning on the, the uh, Microsoft security
1: stuff, which is pretty tight. OK, good stuff. Anything else that you want to mention about uh, edu- educational chatbots? No, at the moment, uh,
0: I think the, you know, it, these things could be as big as you want them to be. I mean, we've really just scratched the surface with it. Um, but, you know, you just got to think a school is like any other big organization and like you mentioned they've got a lot more churn than anybody else so you know onboarding we're like now looking at hr bots and stuff like that for you know getting people onboarded and it's the same process you know it's they they are essentially pupils but you know if you look at them from an hr perspective they're all loads of big intake so What's the difference?
1: I, I, I assume that these schools have got their own methods for that, but I yeah. guess ultimately the chatbot could take someone through the whole onboarding yeah, and then do. deliver a report at the end to say, yeah, Jimmy's done his onboarding and this is when he done it and.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and all the associating data and documentation can be just put straight into whatever management system is in, inside the school, you know, so that's all very straightforward. It's not a complicated process in in a lot of regard. You know, it takes some setting up, but it's it's part of of the course. The
1: first question will be, can can you do my homework? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Who's going to do my homework? I think think kids today, maybe they've got it a lot easier than we did because they'll just use Google, won't they? (laughs) Oh, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think they, yeah, I think it's just changed, actually, you know, and... um, yeah, you don't want to go back as far as I went. Um, for well, my I, particular I, I, knowledge basis, you know, I was I was dealing with Encyclopedia Britannica when I was doing my research, because that's all I had. I didn't have anything else to look outside of that, apart from whatever the school provided.
1: You get the old Collins English to French dictionary out to try and construct. That's right, things. absolutely,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. You know, it's all all paper based stuff. So they've got a lot more access to information, but I think the the education race is a lot quicker. So, of course, then questions are there and they're expecting answers. And I think that's maybe part of the frustration if they can't find answers or not sure they are the right answers. You can control the right answers inside a chat because you're the
1: one providing the answers. You know? I think, like you said, the, the kids are coming in, you know, tech savvy. It they, they might even be that they've got mobile phones. They're probably already using some sort of Google Assistant or Alexa or Home Hub device. Yeah. So. They're they're all over this stuff. So it seems yeah. to make sense to me that you've got uh, an interactive tool there. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. They're, they're, you know,
0: they're all net native now or, you know, totally tech born. Um, and it's, it's just the way of life. So to provide something as simple as a chatbot is actually quite an effective tool to engage that audience, you know, which is an important part of of, of everyday
1: life now. something we didn't touch on very quickly was just inclusivity. Yeah. So I wonder if you could give us a line on on inclusivity. Well, um,
0: you can do inline translations as well. Um, So most of the platforms have translations within them uh, so that you can do that. So if somebody is, um, you know, talking in uh, Urdu or something like that, uh, then the chatbot can respond in Urdu using an inline translation. Um, But we're working on that with other um, areas of, um, uh, you know, our charity areas and stuff like that, because it's an important area to make sure that your community is engaged. Well, chatbot and using the digital services is is ideal for that, you know, especially for the parents. Kids are pretty good. I'd say most kids are coming in speaking good, strong English. Yeah. Um, You know, but it's the parents that then are excluded from asking questions or excluded from interacting and let's face it you know in, in all fairness the teachers won't necessarily be able to speak urdu and stuff like that themselves uh, but if a parent can then get answers uh, from the chat but just on general basic stuff just to make sure that they're you know when when is this next thing happening it's because i want to attend you know they're just trying to be a good parent but their english isn't strong then you know they can ask in whatever language they
1: like, you know, which is really important. Yeah, good stuff. All right, brilliant. Thanks for that, Steve. Or well, hopefully no everyone found that interesting and and educational. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> if uh, you've got a topic that you'd like us to to discuss, then please drop us a line, and uh, we'll be more than happy to have a look at it. Um, but until the next one, thanks very much. All right. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers, a lot.
0: Okay, so thanks, everyone, for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favorite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.